0: This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Welcome in. It is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets podcast. I'm Jeff piles here. In for Adam Burke today. Adam will be back next week. I'm happy to be with you today. Looking at the action here on August the 3rd, 2023. Look at the games. They're going to start at 7.00. Eastern time or later here on this Thursday, the first one of August. We're looking at six games here today, and we're going to start with the games that I don't have anything on. And we'll be starting in Milwaukee. Adrian Hauser, Mitch Keller, the pitching matchup, Brewers and the Pirates. Brewers minus 130 over DK, Pirates plus 110 on the take back. Total eight and a half for this one. Juice to the over minus 118 over at DK. Now, here's the deal with this game. Both of these teams are not playing well. Neither team is playing well. The Pirates have been poor for the last month. Well, I guess you could say last three months at this point. Milwaukee has lost seven out of their last 10. They have really only played well against the Cincinnati Reds over the last few months. They took the season series from Cincinnati, which now gives them a realistic chance to win the division by tiebreaker. Entering Thursday's action, the Brewers are a half game behind Cincinnati in the National League Central. They're also tied with Miami for wild card number three. Miami, Playing an early game against Philadelphia after an epic comeback on Wednesday night for the Fish to get back into a tie for the third wild card. Miami and Milwaukee trying to hold off Arizona, the all of a sudden red hot Cubs, who we'll get to a little bit later, and the Padres, who all of a sudden are only four games out. This wild card race in the National League is going to be something else between seven teams for three spots. Really, actually, eight teams for four spots if you count the Reds on the NL Central side as well. But for this one, I don't have anything. Keller's still the one Pirates pitcher that you can at least have some faith in. So this is a stay away from me. Hauser with a a, a good performance last time out, but the Brewers are just not hitting. And when Milwaukee is not hitting, like we've seen for the bulk of the year, they are a very, very average baseball team. So we will stay away from that one for the 7-15 Eastern time game between the Brewers and the Pirates. The other games I don't have anything on, the, I don't have anything on the Dodgers and the A's. I mean, the A's are horrible, as we know. The Dodgers have taken the first two of this series, to sell the sell-the-team chance, continuing at Chavez Ravine. Man, J.P. Sears, Julio Urias. I know Urias has been awful this year and has been a monster disappointment. The guy who I thought had legitimate Cy Young aspirations going into 2023, has really just been dreadful all year long, dealt with injury, and when he's been healthy, he's been bad. Minus 290 is a monster price on Urias at DraftKings, but I just can't get to it. Total eight and a half. You know, J.P. Sears has been one of the better pitchers for Oakland, and, I, and that is obviously used. Uh, with a quotation around it because the A's really have had nothing going this year, as we all know. I just can't get there. Uh, a's have A's have struggled, as we know. A's with the worst record in baseball. but the Royals currently having the active longest winning streak in the majors, because of course they do. But I, I can't do anything in this ma- in this matchup. There's just nothing there that realistically stands out to me. I'm not laying a run line with the Dodgers at minus one thirty. Uh, alt run lines, I don't like doing that I don't even think there's a player prop That's realistically good here I mean, that's the problem I, I mean, you maybe take Freddie Freeman total bases That'd be the only thing you could possibly come with here uh, Right now, Freddie Freeman, of course uh, Can get over over one and a half total bases at Plus money, but that would be the only thing I would even consider right now If we were to look at that but I really don't have anything else in this matchup. This is a dull game. Two teams that are very much mismatched, as we know. There's a reason the Dodgers are minus two ninety, and then the other, the other four, I do have, I do have at least leans on, including what the Cubs have done recently. Really, just pretty amazing what Chicago has done over the last few weeks to get back in this race. We'll get into that in a moment here. Again, vsun.com slash subscribe. Our college football betting guide is out now. If you're a college football fan listening to this, you can only get the guide by becoming a vsun pro subscriber. So if you're not already a vsun pro subscriber, vsun.com slash subscribe to take advantage of the guide and everything else we do today. Let's get into these picks, though. Let's get into these picks. We'll start in the Bronx, the Yankees and the Astros. Boy, what a deadline for Houston. Return of Justin Verlander coming this weekend at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees, uh, well documented. The Yankees are not playing well. As of right now, the Yankees entering this series against the Astros, three and a half games behind Toronto for wild card number three. There's finally a little bit of gap between Toronto, Boston, and the Yankees and, and Seattle and Anaheim. The Blue Jays, two and a half clear. of Boston, three and a half of the Yankees and the, and the Mariners. I still don't get what the Mariners did at the deadline. We'll get to them in a little bit. Because I do have a lean later on the Mariners and the Angels. But it's Christian, Javier, and Clark Schmidt. And this is basically a pick. Minus 112 on the Strohs. Minus 108 on the Bronx Bombers. I know Javier hasn't been great this year. He's a good win-loss record, but obviously we don't look at that. Uh, whip is average. ERA is slightly below average. This feels like another good spot where, again, the Yankees just look like a mediocre baseball team. That's what they are now. They're not particularly good. They did win on Wednesday night against the Rays 7-2. to they are 5-5 five and five in their last 10, and that's what they are. They're four games over. They are as average as it gets for a team that should never be average. At least that's what the expectations always are for the Yankees. And Houston has owned the Yankees over the last few years. We know what they've done in the playoffs against them, winning three times in the last six years in the postseason. Houston's won nine in the last 10 against the Yankees as well. So, or excuse me, eight of their last nine, I should say. But you now look at a scenario here where you're getting Houston basically as a coin flip against a guy who, again, Clark Schmidt is very, very average. Very average. And the fact that you're getting Houston, you can get as good as even money on Houston, by the way, out in the market, around a flip, that is too good to pass up. So that is a play for today. The Astros. I'll give it a minus. I'll give it a minus one oh eight seems to be consensus. Any anything up to minus one eighteen is good with me with the Stros laying a slight price with Javier against the Yankees. Again, this is just this is just a Yankee team that is just so pedestrian at this point that there is really nothing to be excited about, even with Aaron Judge coming back off of the IL. They didn't even, day. I mean, they, were, they weren't they were even active trade deadline-wise. Houston now is the proper favorite to come out of the American League. As much as I like Baltimore, I didn't love their deadline. The Rays didn't do much either. And Verlander's better than Scherzer. So that's a better addition for Houston than Scherzer was for Texas. I think Houston should be the betting favorite despite not being in first place in the AL West. I think they are going to end up winning that division. And, of course, right now to come out of the American League, they are the favorites at DraftKings. Very, very slight favorites at plus 340 over Tampa, who's plus 350. Again, I don't think the Rays should be seen as a favorite at this point. The Rays might have to play the Astros, and we could have the two favorites going out in the first round. Orioles still a game and a half clear of Tampa. Both those teams off on Thursday night, I should say, as the Orioles are playing the Blue Jays early on Thursday, and the Rays are completely off. All right, let's go to St. Louis and Minnesota. Cardinals, of course, selling. None of the big pieces, though. Arenado and Goldschmidt, stay put. Sonny Gray, Matthew Libator, the matchup here. Gray's only laying $1.25 now. The Twins just can't get out of their own way. Only one game over five hundred. They are two games clear. Cleveland going in to Thursday night. Sonny Gray, now as you look at this, Sonny Gray has had an up and down last month where Sonny Gray was off to a tremendous start to the year, but he has come back to earth recently. And you're dealing with a Cardinal lineup, <laughs> a Cardinal team that has been every bit as bad as humanly possible for this year. Sonny Gray strikeout total, you're the lane juice of four and a half or you can get five and a half. I would take a look at the over five and a half strikeouts for Sonny Gray in this one. That's the play I'm looking at. You're getting plus money here now. This is more of a fade of the Cardinals. We're Gray again after the All-Star break. A bad start against Seattle. Better against the White Sox. Okay against the Royals. I would be looking to fade a lineup that strikes out a bunch. And also I like minus 125 as well with Minnesota. At some point, the Twins are going to get their act together here. And some point they're going to run away with this division because they have the most talent in the American League Central. But right now, again, the Twins minus 125 would Graze a, a, a strong lean. And Gray over five and a half strikeouts on an alt number would be what I would look at. Uh, it's four and a half minus 170 at DK. I don't really love that, but there are some five and a half, five pluses in other places that you could get a better price than that on Sonny Gray. Uh, I would much rather have that uh, than the minus 170 uh, at DK. You can do better than the over four and a half, five plus, same sort of deal at other books. Going to Chicago next, so the Cubs have scored 36 runs in this series, 36 against the Reds. And now they draw Luke Weaver, who (laughs) it is amazing that Luke Weaver is still in this rotation. Luke Weaver has pitched a little better as as, uh, as of late. His ERA is down to 6'8". <laughs> it's amazing, Luke Weaver. Luke Weaver hasn't had an ERA sub-5 since 2021. So He's only had one sub I, It's amazing, Weaver is still pitching in baseball. But the way the Cubs are hitting the ball... By the way, wind blowing out as well. So... That doesn't help Luke Weaver. But if you look at, even at Luke Weaver's numbers beyond that, now, sometimes when he have a 680 RAO, it may not be as bad as it looks, but it is every bit as bad as it looks. ERA plus of 68, not good. And then the FIP. Fielding and independent pitching is still over six. So it's not quite as embarrassing as the ERA is for Weaver. But a 6.12 FIP is a disaster. It is horrendous. Now, Jamison Tyone has had a very weird season in his first one in Chicago, as we know. He's been much better since the month of July. That first start of July, he got lit up by the Guardians. But since then, he's been much better. Now, granted, he's faced the Yankees, who... Didn't have a judge at the point. The Nationals, who aren't any good, and the Cardinals, who have just been bad, as we know. Tyon's still with an ERA over five. Now he's under five and a half, which is much better than he was. He was over seven for a majority of the year. But he has been a whole run better on his FIP. It's 4.6. So he, has been, he hasn't been good, but he hasn't been as dreadful as the ERA shows. But with that said, the over is the play here. Because the Cubs' offense is so locked in and you're facing a horrific pitcher in Luke Weaver. Over 10. Tie on against the, an electric Reds lineup. We'll we're going over 10. This is my favorite play of the game of the day here on this Thursday. Over 10 in the Reds and the Cubs. And then the last one, Otani Knight in Anaheim. Brian Wu goes for Seattle. I have a small lean to the Mariners at plus 130. Woo's a guy who strikes out a ton of batters. Otani hasn't quite been the same guy on the mound recently for whatever reason. Just hasn't pitched as well. Usually he gets better in the second half on the mound, but he's just not been as good. And look, Otani is the MVP by a wide margin as we know. But he just hasn't been the same guy on the mound. You look at Otani, other than, of course, the shutout against Detroit. Gave up a ton of homers against Pittsburgh. Back-to-back losses where he did not pitch particularly great against San Diego and Houston. But we have to see if that start against Detroit, who is a a hapless offense, to put it politely, was just the fact that Detroit is hapless or if Otani is back. But I'll take a shot with the Mariners at plus 130. Now, I'm not going to not gonna say lay a, put a big number on this. This is about a, a, a third of a unit play, half a unit play. Of the ones I've listed out here, uh, I, this is the one I like the least of the four. I guess technically the five. But I like the Astros better, I like the gray strikeouts over better, I like Minnesota better, and I definitely like that over in Chicago better at over 10. So that's what we have today. Mariners and Angels, slightly into the Mariners over in the Cubs and the Reds. Make sure you get to 10. The Astros, make sure you're laying not more than about minus 118. Sonny's Gray strikeouts, if you want to take 4.5 or 5+, plus, that's fine. Lay your price. I also like it at over 5.5. And, and I like Minnesota, minus 120 against the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down the whole slate of a full Friday of baseball action. VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets podcast. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you next time. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars for is